I get to welcome Selwyn, uh, who are joining us for this next part of our service. I'm so pleased that you can join with us just for the next few moments as we share around the special offering and then just share a few thoughts from my heart with everybody today. This morning, right across our city and right across our region and actually right across the nation, churches have agreed together that we'll begin a unified response by taking up special offerings in all of our services. It's been incredible hearing how many churches up and down the nation of New Zealand this morning want together to give, to bring support as an initial response. In a moment, our hosts are going to wait on us as we do that very thing here this morning, and we give out of a heart of compassion and a heart of love to those affected by this terrible incident that took place on Friday. We hope and pray that this will be a love offering. In the pastor's heart, dozens and dozens of pastors want to gather together and meet with the leaders of this community that's been so tragically affected by these shootings. Meet with them and give them the gift of love and compassion from the churches of Aotearoa. These are the beginnings. There are beginnings for wider plans for a wider response. We're meeting on Tuesday morning here in the city to discuss what we feel we can do as a wider body of Christ to really bless our city. So as the hosts wait on us now here at Levita and there also in Selwyn, God bless you this morning as you give. You can go on our app and you can do that right now. There's a a uh, fund called the Christchurch Compassion Fund. You can give directly to that or you can give online or you can go to the FPOS machine after the service and give that way. Aren't we so looking to make sure that we get an opportunity as the church that bears his name to love on our city and have an opportunity to influence our city? While the offering is being taken up, I just want to share a few messages of support that we've received uh, this last few days, um, Tuck Barner rang me on Friday afternoon, and he wants us, me to pass to you his love for us as a church. He wanted you to know that they will be praying for, this, for us and for the city. And they'll be spending a lot of time in prayer, but he wants to assure you of their love and their support. Danny Guglamucci, who was with us last weekend, rang me in tears, and I had to decipher what he was saying. If you know Danny, he's a crier, but he passes on his love to us all. Can't believe that only a week ago he was here and that the city has changed. He's praying for us and the church at Edge are praying for us. We also had contact from the team at Life in Auckland, particularly Scott Thornton, offering their help and support in any way that they can give it. They want to be part of the collective response for the city of Christchurch. I've had so many texts and messages sent through and through via social media can't go through them all. But there's a response around the world, which is pretty incredible. People wanting to stand together in love. So God bless you as you've given this morning. It's really hard to know exactly where to start when I was putting a message together that I would share this morning. By no means did I ever think I'd have to share a message on a Sunday such as today. By no means is it my desire to preach at you, but to share from my heart with you. And I just felt that, Lord, I'll, I'll start where I started the year this year together. When God gave me the, the verse he gave me for this year, I had absolutely no idea what was ahead for our city. In no way could we have known something so ugly, plain wrong and abhorrent would happen here in our city. And our city buildings and schools would be in lockdown while the evil act of hatred was being imposed upon our people, 
many of who sought to find peace in our land. And so this morning, I just share from what God gave me at the start of this year. And it feels like a now message for us this week. You know the verse, if you've been in church, it's Proverbs 3, verse 3 to 6. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, and then you'll win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he'll make your paths straight. More now than ever does our love and faithfulness matter. Even in the midst of our own processing and our own confusion, the way we love people, the way we faithfully care and help people in our lives and in our city, it will make a significant difference. If we will let our light shine, it will foster unity and community, both important expression of God's kingdom. In our workplaces, in our sports teams, in our classrooms, wherever we are and wherever we go, according to the Great Commission, as you go, spread the love of Christ to all people. It will have a lasting impact. But it's hard to know how to act or what to do or even what to say. Yet if we bring it right back to the human needs, a simple hug, a listening ear, a smile to a stranger, an act of service, of compassion, prayer for the hurting, a hand on a shoulder that gives human contact can make all the difference in somebody's life. It can let them know that I care about you. Let your love and faithfulness never leave you. Church, we don't abandon who we are in this time of difficulty as the church. We lean into who we are. We are people of love. We will respond in compassion. And our faith in Jesus Christ will absolutely shine in the midst of dark times. Even though it's dark, the light of Jesus Christ will shine all the more. Look at 1 John 4 verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Our love is what is seen, and our love comes from God. So we don't need to manufacture it. Even in the difficulty of life, while we journey through pain and uncertainty, it's not a love that is found in our own strength. It's a love that comes from God. So we pray for you all today that you would receive a fresh love of the Father in your heart, that the love of the Father would overflow in the sons and daughters. Is that true? And I pray for that for you this morning. God has seen and revealed through our love and faithfulness. We don't just want the church to be seen in this time. We want the Father of all love to be seen and known. You are the church, and your love for people reveals the Father's heart. 
Verse 5 said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. This was the emphasis God gave me for this year. And lean not on your own understanding. We don't have the understanding of why this kind of event can ever happen or the level of hatred it takes to take innocent people's lives. We will have all kinds of questions for God. And that's okay. We'll have questions of why. And we won't possibly ever fully understand everything that has gone on in our city because our understanding is limited and our understanding is flawed. But we hold to the truth that we know. God is good. God is sovereign. Sovereign meaning God is in control without limitation. Listen to Colossians 1 verse 16. God created all things and holds all things together, both in heaven and on the earth, both visible and invisible. This can cause us some confusion. Because if God is in control of all things, then how can something like this happen? And in our limited view, our lack of understanding, our fragile minds, our realm of reason, and our sense of what seems fair and right, we just don't get it. But from God's eternal view, a view we know is greater than the view we have in our limited understanding, it looks different. The Bible says his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts higher than our thoughts. The call upon us as the church is to express our faith by trusting God with all our hearts, even when we lack understanding. That does not mean we'll know or ever understand this side of eternity, the things that happen the way they do. Why does God heal some and not others? Why certain tragedies seem allowed to take place? We won't have all of the answer in the limitation of our understanding. Romans 11.33 says, Oh, how great are God's riches and wisdom and knowledge. How impossible it is for us to understand his decisions and his ways. Church like you, I have many unanswered questions. And some of them I know I will carry until I see Jesus face to face. But I have chosen, like you have chosen, to trust him in everything to let my trust, even in what I don't understand, be a tangible expression of my faith. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It doesn't say your head. It says trust with all your heart. Do you see a distinctive? It didn't say trust in the Lord with all your heart and your head and all your own understanding. No, it's beyond our understanding. Your head will be full of questions, I'm sure. But your heart knows God is good. That eternity is waiting for those who love Jesus. Eternity is in your heart. Your heart knows God is in control. Even when your head doubts it, your heart knows God loves you. And your heart knows that God loves the world. Even when your thoughts are confusing, and you have great doubts. Your heart knows. 
Let your heart rule in this season. Let your heart be in charge of your faith posture. Trust him with everything you have. Don't let the limitation of your understanding allow fear and uncertainty to grip your life. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. It will make a huge difference in the lives of the people you come into contact with in the coming weeks, months, and years. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. God is in control. God is sovereign. We need to put our trust completely in him. He is the anchor in which we are tied to. He is the cornerstone that holds it all together. He is the ever-present help in time of trouble. It's okay, church, to have confusion. It's okay, church, to not be sure in how we respond. But we keep putting our trust in him. Love keeps showing up day after day. And not just on the good days, on the toughest of days, the church keeps showing up with love that is unrelenting. Worship teams, as you come back at both locations, in a minute, we're going to stand together. We're going to have a time of silence. Just gives us a moment to reflect, to allow the Spirit of God again to touch our hearts, Gives us a moment to say, God, I continue to put my trust in you. To consider the pain of those that are walking through grief, deep grief today. And then when I leave the stage after that moment's silence, we're going to sing the song, Sovereign Together. It's what we sung on the first day when I launched the vision around Proverbs 3. A song that says, I will trust you completely. That's a moment as we sing that, that in the midst of difficulty to make this a declaration of our faith, God, we will trust you. Would you stand with me in both places that we take a moment of silence?